and one. Got it. We in this. I love it. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Beauty and the Beast podcast with your host and co-host. I'm Kendra Lust and Julian Marquez. Hey. Uh, hey. Gotta so love how have I know. How have you been? How has your week been? What is new and exciting? I know we kind of skipped over a week, but all good. All good stuff. Oh, it's been a, it's been a long time, right? You know, we, we took that week off. I was having a lot of complications, just not complications. I shouldn't use that word. Complication always sounds so serious, but I was just, you know, we're fights coming up here shortly. We're just tired. We're depleted. I needed to get more rest. And uh, we do this stuff every early in the morning and, um, I need to just focus on my fight. So I had to take that week off. You know, I'm sorry to the fans that are listening on Spotify, iTunes, uh, or the fans that are watching on YouTube, but I need to take a week off for myself. And I appreciate you giving me that rest so I can focus on this fight. How about you? How have you been? How was oh, your like past two weeks? My past two weeks. Well, you guys all remember my previous Saturday, which was incredible and fun and, and kinky and all of that good stuff. Well, I had like a down week as well, um, fighting a little something, but, um, yeah, I, you know, I might've get a, got a touch of the, the COVID. Um, so I know I'm like, I'm not really going to talk about that, but yeah, let's be real. Uh, I think we're all going to get it. Um, so I was down, uh, however, I'm feeling much better. It's probably been, I think I'm like day eight. So yeah, I was feeling pretty down. You know, I get a lot of sleep, but, um, prior to this, I went to some graduation parties. So this was all before COVID. I would not have gone if uh, I'd known that I was positive. So, oh, so um, you're, po you're positive. I'm positively, yeah, I shouldn't talk about it, but it's, yeah, I am. So whatever. Okay. I'm human. I don't know what I did, but in all honesty, I think it was those graduation parties. There were so many people there. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know if something happened there, but it was like a few days later, I, I started not feeling well. So, is it not? It's Whatever. not affecting you at all, though, right? It doesn't affect I mean, you. I was down. Like, I mean, I slept for a few days. I can't taste or smell anything. Um, I guess that's good because Professor X has really been letting stuff rip. Like, and I, I can't get mad at him now. So, he's like, you can't smell anything anyway. But, um, so yeah, he's been, um, he's free now. I feel like, cause I get so mad sometimes. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like I'm, I'm going to move into another room. Like, stop it. But, uh, he's <laughs> been free. It's bad. Um, you know, he could probably Dutch oven me and wouldn't even, it really would not phase me. I cannot smell not anything. So, so it's like, just body fatigue. The, the taste buds are gone. The smell, smell is so gone. like, if you were going down on a, a filthy girl, you wouldn't even know. You know, he said the same thing. He's like, you could use that to your advantage. I'm like, I would not, I don't know. Would I taste a little tinge of something? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I would. I literally cannot taste anything. I put my nose in a uh, bottle of bleach, nothing. I could not smell anything. I wouldn't recommend doing that regardless. Um, I, I did just for a second, just to see. Yeah, that's like the, so, that sounds like the kids that are sniffing glue in yeah. school <laughs> you're yeah. sniffing bleach like i don't regardless if you have no taste but or you know sense of smell i think the the fumes will definitely not good yeah probably not it was just for a second though just so 
don't lie so, to yeah, us. So we know you're probably sitting there just. Yeah, like that video uh, Professor X sent you with the guy and the oh my God. And the, yeah. Uh, so, so prior to getting sick, because I don't want to like focus on the negative, um, I was at, I had a couple graduation parties and uh, let's just say that the guys and girls, they're just, it's a different generation right now. They are much more forward and I, I don't know, there was a lot going on. Let's just say the first few hours are always calm and, you know, grandparents and uh, family is there and then as the night goes on the drinks start flowing and the girls start getting wild um when the family's around everybody has that that face mask like over where it's like this is how i am but when they're gone they pull that mask off and they turn into this different halloween creature that's what it is and they just get filthy it it, it absolutely worked uh out in my favor i decided to stay a little bit later um or we did because you know we're having fun and there, obviously there's not much going on right now so you know mingling and um anyway um it's just kind of awkward because this party that i went to was actually friends or sons so um, we went to the daughter's graduation a couple years prior. So we're here. So it's like the people that we're there with are like family. However, um, the got the son that we were there for, you know, had friends, guys and girls. And uh, a few had recognized who I was, but their parents, you know, said, you know, she is Michelle while she's here. So none of your friends do not approach her. So the guys were so, you could see some of the guys they were on their phone and they were really respectful. It was really good though. So I felt like, you know, comfortable or whatever. When so, you, so this is a graduation, this is college graduation, right? No, this is high school. Oh, this high is high school. Yeah. Oh, so you got the, you got the young, the youngins. Okay. Well, they're all 18. Well, they're 18, but like, yeah. You literally, you literally were like the, that, that person when they were like 10 years old, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, when they first right? discovered it, they're like, they probably seen a couple videos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't so much the, 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 the guy who is the boy who was graduating and his friends, it was the older sister's girlfriends. No joke. I, um, it, it was just really weird. So there's like this little area where you can walk in and you get your food. And I mean, they had a great spread. It was beautiful. They had an ice cream machine. It was awesome. It was just like a really good layout. And, um, I noticed that the sister and her friends, you know, they're having some cocktails or drinking and apparently somebody stole a fifth of something. So I'm thinking it was the girls. The girls were complete like deviants, like not when I went to school. It was just so different. So these girls are probably 20, 21. And you know, we're kind of getting flirty, some of the girls, which was fine, but I think that's normal. I think all girls tend to get a little loose when they uh when they drink. So so it was good. But um before I left, a girl had slipped me her number, which I've never had that happen before. Usually it's a girl or a guy. So um, I was kind of taken back. I was like, okay. So she sends me this or has her note and her name, well, I can't really say her name, but uh, 
she wrote this little message, basically a hookup message with a little like fire sign she drew. Really sexy, really cute. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know if this is something that people are, the girls are doing these days, but I'll just say it was a pleasant surprise. And I think she's like 20 or 21. So was she using blue or black ink? Black ink. Why? What does that mean? College students use blue ink. Okay. Oh God. Just, Maybe she didn't go to school. <laughs> Maybe she I, didn't. I was just, I'm just trying to sit here and figure out the age of this, this, this girl. Yeah. But I love the riskiness that she has. She's going in and she's writing notes. You know what I mean? Like that's oh, so nice. He literally slipped it to me. Like I was like, oh, it was nice meeting everyone, you know, whatever. Cause I didn't want to stay too long, but I definitely was feeling buzzy. She was feeling buzzy, very flirty, very cute, blonde, tan, um, which I don't really care if they're tan or not. Um, I think I actually know. you had this girl on your story, didn't you? There's a few blonde, uh, tan girls on my story, but um, no, she wasn't on my story. So blonde, tan, just real cute, real flirty, but I, I wouldn't have expected like, you know what I mean? She looks kind of like the girl next door, but was when she slipped it to me, I was like, Jesus Christ, like, I can't tell who's who, like they're undercover, which is not a bad thing. Right. But, uh, it was a pleasant surprise. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I do kind of feel weird, like I said, because it's a family friend's daughter's friend, if that makes sense. So, um, but we'll see whatever, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was hot. It was sexy. I, I dig it. Uh, I like just, that. I like the risk taking. It wasn't like, mm-mm. it wasn't like she was very like blunt, approached, aggressive. Yeah. She mm-mm. gave you a nice little note, a little like note. a little gift for you to look at, and right? then you leave and you have this, this urge. You know, you're like, wow, this person, you know, in front of everyone, this person went for it, and yeah. Well. Sort of, kind of. She slipped it to me like when we were like kind of hugging, leaving, and she's like, oh, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, I looked, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's like, I don't know. I haven't had like a note slip to me in a long time. So did, so. You, did you message her back or are we? Uh, yeah, we've been kind of texting here and there. So it's good. So we'll see. But what, what, she- what stage of texting are we at? Are we at like the uh, still trying to figure out where this is at or are we sending photos? Yeah. Oh no, we're definitely, we're definitely in the photo stage. Uh, that's what so that I like escalated pretty quickly in a couple of weeks, but um, that's okay. I like it. So we'll see when I'm feeling better now that, you know, she knows COVID really, that really squashed that, but um, so we'll see. So that was my, I mean, all of my exciting news, but let me tell you, that was like the highlight because I had a shit week. So I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. I think, uh, I think it's a good change of pace as well. You know, like, yeah. We've been talking about all these guys that have been sliding in your DMs and they've just been sending like the most gruesome glory stuff, which we'll get to towards the end of this podcast. But now we got a girl. We got a a fresh college student um, that's sitting there going for gold and bringing back like the old school. Nothing beats grabbing a pen, writing a note and passing it over. You know, like, do you imagine the thrill that she had? I like it. Gave me a little tingle. Oh, gave you a little tingle right there down in the uh... little tingle. When I talk about it, I can it goes like a little tingle. I don't know if that's just me, but I love it. I it's like excitement. It. That's all that. That's what that is. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I don't know. I don't know the last time I've ever gotten a note. You know, like really? Yeah. Well, you know, like most people were just like as a guy, you always are sliding through with 
you know, exchanging phone numbers, talking. You never see a girl like sit there and secretly try to hide everything. Like that's like mission impossible style at a family gathering. I love it. I love it. I don't care what it was. I like it. And, uh, I want some more of it. So, um, yeah, so that, so that was good for me. Uh, speaking of, I guess the ladies, I have had some interesting questions come through emails, direct messages and and what have you. So I want to kind of move on to all things, sex and relationships. And, um, we're going to be doing this every week where we're just going to be talking about whether it's questions you get in your email or direct messages or just, you know, I get a lot of, I think it's like a lot of the college, uh, age, you know, boys and girls, boys and girls, men and women who, who send me questions, you know? Um, so I want to kind of touch upon it because obviously if they have questions, I'm sure there's a lot of other people out there that have the same questions. So first question that we have was the topic of threesomes. And I feel like this is such a, it's not, it's not really taboo. I think it happens more often than people actually talk about. However, um, I, I always say people assume that that's all that I do all the time, right? Like it's a big orgy fest in my house if they really knew what was really happening. But um, when it comes to threesomes, are there rules? So, you know, girl and a guy are dating for a while. Um, and, you know, he wants a threesome, right? Well, the threesome is usually he's definitely wanting another girl. Um, what are the rules? Who establishes the rules? What, um, who initiates? Where do you guys start? So um, as far as that goes, I'm going to tell you guys, if you want a threesome with another girl, just remember she has the P or the pussy. So she's going to make all the rules, period. If you ever want a threesome, you are just going to nod your head and say yes. So um, that sounds terrible because I, I think a guy should have some sort of say. But really, if you want to increase your chances, you are going to listen to the lady. She's going to make all of the communication. She is going to initiate. You will not exchange numbers. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you my rules. You know, with, with the other girl, you know, because the, ultimately the two girls have to be comfortable. First of all, your girlfriend or your wife. She has to be comfortable with a third party. And then you, you know, you guys, you, you definitely have to talk about scenarios. What if she does this? Is this okay? Is that okay? Um, because the last thing you want is to go in and, and um, get ready to, you know, to actually have sex. And then you get blue balled because you're pulled out of a situation because you're pissing your girlfriend off. So girls makes all, makes all the rules. Uh, Isn't it the think? same thing like porn? You also have rules, like type of rules, like before you go into the scene, you yes. tell the other person like, hey, I like this. I like that. I don't like this. Stay away from that. Please don't do this. You know, you give yeah. them guidelines, right? Absolutely. And and I, I think that should be for every, like even regardless, even if you're doing it on film, I think it's the same exact concept, you know, outside. It's like you should be more vocal when it comes to situations like that. So then that helps build trust and it helps, you know, guide the other person to the successful ending. Absolutely. You know, and I think, I think too, I mean, if you're in a committed relationship or a long-term relationship, you know, it is important that obviously you have to trust each other to even want to kind of go into this because if you're doing it just to please your, your partner, it's not going to work. It's going to backfire. So I think you guys have to be really comfortable with where you're at. 
And I mean, I don't want to say rules for this rules for that, but you have to have an idea of like, what's okay, what you're comfortable with or what you're not. Otherwise you're going to kind of set yourself up for failure. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, as a male, we always want a threesome. Like why not? Like we're dudes. We yeah. like it with the more the merrier. Yeah. Sometimes it's just too much for us to handle too. Let's be honest. Some <laughs> guys have always wanted it, but you know, that's multiple, that's multiple holes that you can't go after. Um, and you probably can't even pleasure one. Let's be real. So it, it's one of those, right? like your go, my go-to thought, like when you say three times, I'm thinking girl, girl, it's never, yeah. girl. it's never another yeah, guy than a girl. See, but is it okay your, your girl t- comes to you and says, you know, I want a threesome. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, you're feeling it. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get two chicks. Like, this is so hot. I can't wait. You know, you're imagining all the stuff that you're going to do, all the positions. I mean, you are ready to hit up, I don't know, sex toys or us, whatever, right? You're ready. You're planning the night. And then she drops the bomb that. She wants another guy. How do you feel about that? Yeah, see, the thing is, it just, it's all dependent. Um, like if it's my girlfriend, it's a significant other. I really don't, I don't see it to be like, oh man, I want to do, have another threesome with another guy. Like, I don't want to add a, another guy. It's just not, I, don't, I think like girl on girl is more pleasurable than, than guy on girl, to be honest. Like most girls like you know, other girls. And when you bring two guys in there, two dominant things, like it's really not like, I I don't really know a position in there that's going to be more pleasurable or to even watch or to see your girlfriend in to where like, now if it's not your girlfriend and it's somebody like you have no relationship ties to and everything, then yeah, why not? Like, I don't see a problem with it. Just don't make eye contact with the dude. And it, that's okay. But like, you know, just sitting there and like, you're trying to DP your significant other. Like, I don't know if that works out with me, but I'm not like everyone else. And I don't like, if you do it, like, cool, do that. But just me personally, I just don't, I don't see myself wanting to go into that situation with another guy if she brought up another girl and i was like yeah cool but if she's like well if i can't have a guy then you can't have a girl then i'm like cool then i'm fine with you i don't have to go okay with that other i don't have to but it's just i mean you know that's it's too much that's too much going on right there there's too much for a little amount of holes you know do you think do you think that most guys feel the same way i i do i mean absolutely Okay. So if it's just like some random hookup, you know, hot chick, you'd be down. Yeah. Totally. Eiffel Tower. I'm fucking, I'm high-fiving hands. We're going at it. We're having fun. We're trading off. You go first yeah. round. I'll go second. We're, we can trade. We right. can tag team off the ropes. We can jump it. I'm cool with it. Right. You know, I've been deep. in situations yeah. like that. I'm Maybe. okay. <laughs> but yeah, like give her the people's elbow both sides, you know, but it's just, you know, like, like, have you and Professor Xavier been in that situation? Oh, yeah. Oh, many times. 
you know um oh you mean with the third yeah. I, okay okay with the guy you know it's i almost feel like you know with with what i do that i get more than enough of the d so it's like yeah been there done that and i um as you know, like I like girls, I have for a very long time. It's just how I was made. I always tell him, I'm like, if I wasn't with you, I'd be dating chicks, man. And then just like an occasional D on demand, you know, whatever, like whatever, once a week, yeah, well, maybe more. Yeah, more. But the, the girl would be more like the live in or <laughs> real close by. Um, so for me, you know, but he's completely open to it. He is he totally is like, okay, you know, if we're going to do this, then I'm open to that. You know, granted, which one would he want more would be, of course, the girls. Oh, yeah. But, you know, no, it is a you, lot of pressure. Have you, I mean, you haven't really came across somebody that sparked the interest. Like, I think deep down inside, you know, like, you know that it is what it is. Like, you know that he probably isn't interested in it. It's not saying he will turn it down. He's just like that. And then you're not really interested in it as well. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't yeah. bother him. And if you brought yeah. it up to him, I bet you, if you guys were in the same room, I bet you Professor Xavier would be sitting on the side, patiently waiting, letting him do his thing. Like, oh, no, know, no, no. He, he won't sit back like a bitch. Like, well, he's going in. I mean, yeah. we, we talked about it the other week with Jacksonville, and, and you were telling me he was sitting there patiently waiting until it's his turn. And, and, and even in that situation, Jacksonville didn't want him on her. So it was just you and him and you and her. So... Yeah, but that she point. wants him at a later date. That's yeah, she wants big, him. which is good. That's so good. we're saving that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's 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 building up. Yes. And again, that's trust as well, too. And uh that's a lot of things too, For man. Sure. Like you know, like again, uh with two guys, that's just that's too much going on for one person. You know, one one girl to handle. And plus if you don't have any experience in it, like it's probably gonna yeah. be even more awkward and weird and it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Whereas if you have you know, a girl, girl, like you could step back and let the two girls do their thing. And yeah. then you could jump in and, and go from there, but it just doesn't yeah. interest it. What's our next uh, question well, on the relationship side? Okay. Before we move on to the next one, I guess I want to leave off with guys, you know, cause I want to give some advice, you know, to, to this uh, gentleman and a couple of the girls who had um, sent me messages, I guess, if you want your girl to be receptive to the threesome with another girl, you have to be prepared for the question that if she wants to bring in another guy. And if you're open-minded like that, even if deep down you're really not, eh, you're kind of like uncomfortable or ambivalent about it, you're just like, I don't know, your chances of getting the, the two girls increases. I mean, huge. If, if you're open to that, because then she doesn't feel like, okay, well, it's not all about you. You know, you're actually considering, you know, something that I want to. So, so yeah, so be open-minded and communicate and uh, let her kind of lead the way and um, your chances of uh, getting that threesome of your dreams will definitely be much more attainable guys. So, okay. And you don't have to, you don't have to agree to every single person that no. there is. Oh God, no, do not take one for the team. I've done that before and it was my own free will. He didn't ask me to, but I was like, okay, you know, this chick, she's got a nice body, into butts. Like, I'm just going to sit back. I'm so pissed after, not at him, but just at the fact, like I really wasn't enjoying myself, 
you know? And I'm like, this dude, I wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot pole if his chick wasn't hot. You know what I mean? And, but I am enjoying watching. So don't do it. You regret it. You're just sick with yourself after. Um, <laughs> things you do for the people you love, even when they don't ask. Um, okay. What about, okay, I guess, well, this is another threesome question. It's about like, if the girl isn't into your guy, you know, like a girl and a guy want to have a threesome, but the girl's not into the guy, you know, does the girl still go ahead and do a girl girl? And is the guy pissed off or is he okay with it? I think some guys get mad. It's like, oh, if I'm not included, then, you know, you can't do it. It's not really cheating if it's with a girl. What do you think about honest, that? If, it, look, if you guys are in the situation, let's use the situation with Jacksonville. All right. So you got to understand they have to be comfortable and it's very difficult for, you know, a, a new person or someone that hasn't done that before uh, to really accept an extra party and say mm -hmm. you guys are getting ready and it's just like, you could tell it's not there and it's part of the guy's deal. Don't take it as a bash. Maybe yeah. it's just you focus on your girl and then your girl yeah. focuses on the other person and you stay there or you know what? You respect it. You step away. You let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. And you know, the next thing that happens is that they'll be like, okay, I trust this guy a little bit more. Yeah. I want to come in there. And then there, yeah. there's the next thing that happens. But this is the, this is the situation at hand is when you risk that mm -hmm. third party in there, you have to be open to every possible outcome to where yeah. if it happens, it's like, Hey, I don't want you. I want your girl. Yeah. Okay. You know, and if it has to be in the heat, if it's prior to it, then it's like, then you, you don't have to, you'd be like, well, if you don't want her, then it's like, okay. Like, Hey, your girl, you can be like, Hey, she just wants you. And then your girl could be like, well, I don't really want her unless you're part of it type yeah. of deal. Or yeah. she could be like, can do you mind if I go there? Again, you have to be open to it because yeah. if you want it to keep continuing with another one, then it has to go through there. But again, it's all open-minded at the same time. You have to be open. I agree. I agree. I think it's just a younger mindset that gets a little bit, you know, um, and maybe not, you know, I guess it maybe just depends on the guy, you know? So um, yeah. So I guess that's like, those are the questions on um, threesomes. Um, do we want to do another question or should yeah, we move on? One more. Let's a, one more question outside of the threesome topic. All right. So I get, I got this question from a girl. Um, uh, she actually emailed me this and her question was, um, I was with my boyfriend for quite a while. So they were really their for each other's first long-term relationship. They broke up. He did his thing, you know, and they, they were broke up for about a year, year and a half. Um, she did her thing. Uh, they get, end up getting back together. And, uh, during that time she comes back with way more experience, um, than he does. So she's definitely improved in the bedroom. How does that make her guy feel like, you know, um, is he pissed off? Um, I guess her question, I mean, her thing was, he was kind of bothered by it. And she doesn't really know how to respond to kind of like talk about it with him. It's like something he can't get over. Like, but they were apart. That's the thing. So how do you think guys would feel about it? And well, if we're giving advice, 
if we're giving advice and this is just straight up me, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I love you, it. You broke up. Who gives a shit? You just went back. You literally broke a piece of glass and then tried to glue it back together a year later and thinks that everything's supposed to go back to the be like, who cares? Fuck that guy. You gotta, you're going to move on. Cause you know, it already sounds like if he's bothered by the situation of you being broken up for almost yeah. two years for you exploring experience and going with different guys yeah. as he's with different girls, the problem is his game wasn't as good as yours. That's why he's trying to pull you back. And yeah. then he's going <laughs> to sit there and get mad because you're a little bit better than him. Hmm. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Uh, the thing is, is the guy shouldn't feel any type of way because you were broken up. You're not, you don't owe him anything. You don't owe him a dollar. You don't owe him yeah. uh, explanation. You don't owe him anything. You guys were broken up. And now you're trying to go back to something that you thought that was. That is a terrible idea. And now you're in a situation where you're going to have this gap in your relationship. Yeah. You're going to have this hole where you're always going to wonder. And he's going to have the same thing. If he's going out, she goes out with somebody, he's going to wonder, well, well why yeah. did you stay out with your friends? You, you, you fuck another guy. Yeah, you get some more experience. You know, like, I like on, the dude. voice you just used because we all do that when we're impersonating somebody. Like, or the face. That's it. You know, and I, that's the thing is that, look, I have no ties to nobody. And if we were in a relationship and you broke up with yeah. me and you right. left – and you did your thing. I did mine. Say we got back together, which is already toxic. We got back together and you slept with 10 dudes and I slept right. with two girls. You know what? You had every right. If you slept with a hundred dudes right. and I slept with two, you had every right because right. I am not, I don't have power over you. I don't, but at the end, I don't want that. I like that. And I, and I agree. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't think, I think sometimes when couples or people are together and they break up and they experiment and they sow their oats and then they kind of get back together, it's not necessarily a bad thing because I think sometimes people get together young and, you know, that's all that their, their first relationship and, you know, they want to experiment and kind of see, and, you know, if it's meant to be, I think people get back together. However, I agree with you hundred percent. You cannot be upset with him or her, you know, because you guys were broke up. So really, I mean, you have no grounds to be upset. I mean, if you guys want to talk about, you know, who you were with or if you're comfortable, but you don't, you don't ex have to explain anything. I think to your partner, when you get back together, you were broken up, you weren't together, you know, you sowed your oats, you got some experiment or experience. And I feel like the guy should be happy. Because well, it's maybe it's an insecurity. That's what that is. That's all yeah. it is, is insecurity. Because look, I, that situation happened to me. I think it was 17, um, 18 years old. And there was a girl that I wasn't dating, but like for like a year, like we had a connection that I'm telling you, you know, when they say like when the sex is good, that relationship is probably super toxic. Oh, you know? No. Yeah, I, but I know what you mean. Yeah. And that's like what she's it was. Like, crazy or something. Yeah, she's super crazy. But dude, I'm telling you, she was literally five uh, two. She was a hundred and ten pounds, and she was flexible, and it was it was awesome. But she was psychotic. But I did not care. And there was a time where, like, you know, I'm doing my own thing, focusing on my own stuff, and it got to the point where, like, I had to stop. And it was about six months, and then you know when I like we started hooking back up again, and then. You know, she was talking about the other guys that she's been with 
and some of them were like old friends of mine. So I was just like, that made me a little oh, irritable. No. It made me irritable. But then I yeah. sat back and looked and I was like, well, I know what this is. This is just, we're just connecting. Why am I getting mad at her? And it legit for like 24 hours, I was kind of bugged by it. I was like, what? And then I realized I, I stepped back and was like, I'm only here. I'm only here for the hookup. I'm, yeah. I have no control over her. If she wanted to, you know, eat pie and I wanted to eat cake, I can't get mad at her. You know, and so it's like, it's all, it was, it's an insecurity that you have. And uh, with that relationship, to me, I, I, that relationship won't happen. If it's your first love and you experience stuff out and then he's sitting there doing, it's, you're not, you're, you've grown up, you've grown out of that relationship and you're just trying to, you're, you're just trying to put something together, which you thought would be back to normal, but it's not like, I don't, I don't like when people have relationships young and then they break up and they go do their thing and they try to get back together. It's not it, 90% of the chance. It's not a good, a good outcome, you know? And I, I think everyone should experience like college. College is all about experiencing. And then at the end of your college right. career, a lot of people get married, things like that. And it's all about experience. Cause you don't want to sit there and and date someone in high school and then get married to them. And then you're 28 years old and you just always wonder in your head, like, I wonder what this is. I wonder that, you know, you didn't experience, you didn't enjoy your, your free time. You didn't have any, you were just bound down. I just don't, I, f- I see a lot of relationships, especially now with the kids nowadays that they, they mm-hmm. lose interest in each other after a few years of marriage. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's because of that. They don't experience, they don't sit there and enjoy. They don't sit there and try new things. And they sit there and hold grudges over each other. Either way, rant. Yeah, I feel like, yes, yes, no, I, I agree. So, um, so yeah, the advice to the girl or the beautiful girl in my um, email question, um, that's his problem, not yours. And um if he can't get over that, then, you know, it's his loss. I mean, really, truly, uh, he needs to grow up a little bit, a little immature and insecure. All right. So that's our uh, sex and relationships. So we had uh awesome fight night last night. But before that, before we talk about those, uh, we'll get there. Um, the Valerie Lareda fight with Bellator. I just want to touch upon yeah. that fight. Uh, it was between her and Tara Graff, and they had a ton um, with each other. It was more so that Tara was really salty with Valerie. She had made some comments. Um, they had kind of gone back and forth um, about Valerie being a disgrace to the sport, and I believe Tara was just extremely jealous of Valerie. Uh, Valerie is young. However, she started uh, mixed martial arts when she was around two years old. So to say that this girl is just pretty and it wants to be an Instagram model and uh, can't back up, uh, can't back, I guess, back up the hype or whatever is, is not uh, true. So long story short, Valerie kept her mouth shut pretty much through the entire uh, training camp uh, up until the actual fight. And she took out all her aggression and knocked while it was a TKO. And I believe it was the second round. 
and, yeah. and it was just awesome. I, I love it. And she was so emotional about it because, you know, this terror was insulting her based on her looks out of pure jealousy. And I, and I don't like it. There's other girls that dance in the ring. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Shevchenko. Am I saying it right? Shevchenko. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's fun. She's wild, you know, but nobody gives her crap. And I, I just, I don't like it. I don't like the double standard because I'm not saying that she's not pretty, but Valerie is just, She's young, she's vibrant, she's curvy, she's on Instagram, you know, dancing and being sexy. And you, and you should be able to do that. So I'm sorry, Tara Graf, you, you, there's your karma. You're yeah, it's, it's one of those things like Valerie, you know, Valerie had some time away because of, I don't know if it was an injury, but she had time away. She's been out. And then during that time, you know, fighters don't make money. So they, they lean towards Instagram. And it's this thing with Paige Van Zandt. Paige Van Zandt made more money yep. off of her, you know, Instagram than she did Van in her Zandt UFC fight. She yeah. made 48 and 48 in her last UFC fight and just signed a bare knuckle boxing fight for $1 million, four fights for over a million dollars plus incentives. Bare knuckle boxing. She was making 48 and 48 in the UFC. She was making more money on Instagram than she was in the UFC. And this is the thing, like, I don't like this at all, that people judge other people based upon their looks. And they think, look, if you got it, you got it. Valerie is, dude, she has a body. She has the look. She has that, that sexy Cubano accent where she's sitting there and you just want to listen to it. It gets every guy hyped up. Her booty is big yeah. and thick. She's a juicy, she's a juicy little yeah. snack. Let's be honest. Yeah. And you look at that and then yeah. everybody else doesn't like that about her. But you got to understand this girl's been martial arts for years prior. She's put the blood, sweat and tears and she's learning mixed martial arts. I think I met Mal or Valerie back in Valerie Loretta back in uh, 2018. She was at the UFC PI and uh, she was there visiting with a friend that she knew in Taekwondo and I met her there and she was all talking about how she wanted to do, a, you know, be a fighter. She wanted to be um, in MMA. She wanted to do all this oh. stuff. And it's right before she made her, you know, her debut and or you know, right before she started coming out and doing that. And then the moment she got a little bit, of, uh, she got her first win and the people started seeing her, they're looking at her body. She's gorgeous. Yeah. So she shows that body off. And you know what? You spent your entire life working on that body. And it mm -hmm. looks good. Show it off. Yep. Make money. Make people jealous. Because you know what? That knockout that you got, her, that thing was nasty. Just cracked uh, graph right on the chin. Bloop. Oh. And it was over. And yeah, she, she was excited because she's not just an Instagram mm -hmm. model. She's more than that. And she That's showed right. that. She's a fighter. But she yes, also has Instagram did. on her side. That's just people that are jealous of other hype you know yeah i just want to say kudos to her and um don't let the um you know people are always going to talk crap so just continue to be you and to to be beautiful and to be an inspiration for young girls you know you can be pretty and and you can um fight you know you don't have to meet uh, have a certain look just be you you know so You're always gonna have people that are going to hate on you. There's always going to be people that are going to put you down and say something about you, say something negative, but you know what? Who cares? They're not paying your bills. They're not sitting there doing anything for you. Um, let them, 
let them because anything negative, anything positive is still going towards you and still bringing eyes towards you. So keep working it. It's the same thing as Sean O'Malley. Oh, Let's go into this. Oh my UFC God, I can't fight. wait to talk about that. Let's yes. go into it. But Sean O'Malley yes, has but- over a million followers. This guy is that star. This guy is that height. This guy is everything that everyone keeps talking about, you know, in the future, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But everyone hates him. People, there's fighters that hate him because yes. of the hype that he has. Why are you hating on him because of the hype that he has? He just did something. You worked your, your butt off and you did all this stuff, and he's just more somebody than you were. I, I get it. But you know what? Let him do his thing. That's him. And last that night. is his thing. But I, the thing I don't like about Sean O'Malley, okay, he comes in, what, he's 12 and 0 for uh, what, four in the UFC, right? But he hasn't, he hadn't really fought anybody that was like a big name. And my thing is, he's comparing the reason a lot of people don't like him. I mean, there's a lot of people that like him, a lot of people that don't like him is because he's, he's way too cocky, way too in the game. Like he doesn't have enough experience pairing himself to Conor McGregor. Are you serious? I wanted him to get knocked out last night. I did. I hate to say it. I'm glad he lost, you know, and I thought it was so funny because um, uh, Cody Garbrandt had tweeted something. He said some, some guys aren't made for this game or something. Some some guys aren't made for war. For war. He goes hashtag sugar free. And uh, I, I thought that was great because it's true. That's one thing O'Malley will never be called. You know, Cody can still call himself a champ. Okay. He held the belt. So I just, you're, you're just too inexperienced, a little too cocky and you got humbled, you know? I don't think it'll humble him. I don't think it'll humble him. Look, this is the thing, you know, he came in there and he made the show about him. He made it all about him, which I think it is amazing. You know, he he built that hype. Had it not be for him, had it not be for his knockouts, you can't doubt his skill. You can't doubt his um, technique. And he's he was a showman. He's sitting there trying to do everything. He compares himself to Conor McGregor. Let him. He sits there and calls out Peter Yan. He sits there and calls out um, Henry Cejudo. It's part of the game. It's talking about... You know, you it's UFC and WWE. Like, you have to hype it up. If you're not hyping, you're not doing what your job is, you know? And a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people like to be the quiet person. A lot of people like to be the grinder. And I respect that. Sure. There's just different personalities. There's more yeah. outside personalities. And, you know, when he went into that fight, I, I literally, I didn't bet on the fight. I sat there and sat back because... We don't know. We don't know O'Malley. We don't know, like, could he go three rounds with yeah. um, Vieira? Or could he knock him out? I, it didn't surprise me. And the thing is, is that, you know, we got we saw something. We saw the Achilles heel on Sean O'Malley. Yes. And that is his legs. It's through kicking or getting kicked. You know, he throws so many kicks to keep his reins yeah. to set it up that his, yep. you know, that he ended up damaging a nerve. I don't think that anything happened to him. I think it just, when you get calf kicked or when you get kicked right behind the kneecap, which if you see, he got, uh, Vera Chito threw a leg kick, um, threw a left side leg kick to O'Malley's right leg and it wrapped around the back of his knee. It was a clean kick. Uh And that right there, there's a nerve that goes all the way down to your leg and it it shut off his foot and he kept rolling it over. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't understand, watch Jake Varner, Varner versus uh, 
James Krause. James Krause did the same thing to, or no, Jamie, not Jake, Jamie Varner. The same thing happened to Henry Cejudo when he fought Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse threw a leg kick at Henry Cejudo. Henry Cejudo had the same thing, even though Henry Cejudo recovered a lot faster than, you know, Sugar Sean. It shows right mm-hmm. there that, you know, Cheeto did exactly what it was. And this is the thing. If it comes back and he doesn't have a broken leg, a, 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 he's going to have a sprained ankle because he rolled over it. It could be damaging. But if he doesn't have that, then everyone's going to be like, what happened? You got the nerve knocked out of your leg, just like the other fighters that I said. And you got exposed too, you know? One thing I I didn't I didn't like about it was what? the fact that you know everyone's sitting there and now blaming the injury like oh you know Chito only won because it's not that Chito yeah. had a perfectly placed kick if you look um, Sugar Sean had the same problem back with the the uh, Sukhotov fight that yeah. same issue that yeah. same issue same leg you know it, it it's it's just how it is, you know, it's, it, he didn't check the kick. He didn't stop the kick. And that's what happened. And the only thing is, is that Vera Chito capitalized on it. And also that was not an early stoppage at all. That you, if you look back at it, if you look back at it, he hits O'Malley, O'Malley's head hits the, the mat. Yeah. And you can you can hear, you can hear some awkward noises. O'Malley was out, and O'Malley got woken back up, and then all yeah. of a sudden, yeah, it was great. Was- I just feel like it was a, yeah, it was good. But you know, I never want anyone to get hurt. Granted, you know, I don't. I'm not saying I'm ex- I'm happy. You know, got, I never want that, obviously. But uh, I wanted him to get knocked out. Um, I, I hope, you know, he recovers. But, you know, if you want to compare yourself to Conor McGregor, didn't he uh, tear a meniscus or had an ACL injury? And, you know, you have other guys with more severe injuries continuing these fights. And um, I'm sorry, he's just not as tough as I thought. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, you know, we, everyone saw the Achilles heel on there. They, they, I, I'm going to go through a bunch of stuff that it kind of, like, Look, Macy Barber blew out her leg and walked out of the arena, walked out of the arena with the help of her cornerman. Um, Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles and walked out of the, yes. the arena by himself. Um, you know, we have a bunch. Hell, my last fight, I ripped my lat off the bone. I continued fighting, and I walked out of the arena, and I didn't, I didn't have no help. You know, I didn't even go to the doctors that night. I didn't know I ripped it out. But it's just like – you know, there's a mentality that you fight through it regardless. And, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of it, you don't blame your injury. You, you're not, you don't blame it. You can't blame it. You have to admit, Absolutely. that's the first thing you Fighter. have to admit. That you had right. it. But uh, O'Malley got on the stretcher and was hauled off on a stretcher. And I'm I sitting there like, saw that. Really? They, they kept showing it on the UFC like page and everything. He got hauled out on a stretcher and he's sitting up and I'm sitting there like, that right there to me shows it right there to me to me shows that there's a breaking point in O'Malley. There's a spot in him that you can take him to a certain depth that he's never been to and you can yeah. break him. And it, it showed a flaw in his deal. It showed an Achilles heel is what I'm going to call it. Um, and it, 
a lot of fighters are now going to capitalize on it. They just have to take him into deep waters. That is it. Yep. Because I, he could have easily told him, no, 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 we're going to walk. And we walk out of this, we walk out of this arena. You, I was so ankle- disappointed. I know. And I, it sounds bad. Like I've ever been in the ring or, or the octagon or anything like, you know, but I just, just that comparison there just is none and it's just so insulting like to the all fighters not just mcgregor i mean uh anyway but this is the thing too is that i look i like this i like that this happened to sean i like that this happened sean because i think it's going to help him grow it's going to build him up because there's still a lot of great matches to have him do and build his hype back and build himself back up this is this is what you need this is going to be the true definition of who sean o'malley is is how does he bounce back from this? This is his first career loss. It was on the biggest stage of his life. Yep. And, you know, he, he, he was over here showing too much, dyeing his hair and yes. the Ecuadorian flag, flag, you know, doing all this stuff. It's like, hey, you know, we've had this stuff and, you know, you're trying to act like, you know, you did it because you want to show love to this. It wasn't that. You did that to try to do stuff. You know? Yeah, and it was disrespectful. You're, you're doing too much. You're forgetting the game yourself. You're making a lot of money on the outside and you're forgetting the game. You think you're bigger than what you are. But the thing is, is this, this is going to show him the first time in his life that a lot of people are going to step away. A lot of people are going to show their true colors. And then he's going to realize who his real friends are, you know, yeah. and he's going to realize who the real supporters are and it's going to change him. So we're going to see what happens to him. Is it going to blow him up or is it going to, you know, crumble him down? You know, and I really, I really pull that it blows him up. You know, it's, it's, it's like, look, we're going to the next fight. Let's talk about DC and Stipe. DC is that person. DC is lost to John Jones multiple times, but that made him the best DC we've ever seen. That created this legendary status and it created this legendary trilogy fight that we had in the heavyweight division last night was Stipe versus DC three. And it had not been for those losses, he would not have been created to who he is and how high he bounced up from that. What an incredible fight, though. I mean, all five rounds. Absolutely. I mean, Stipe looked a lot leaner than he has previously. You know, when they said, I think they said he was 236, I was like, gee, like he just, I mean, he looked a lot leaner and they said that he was probably upping his cardio a bit to, uh, you know, keep up. Um, I mean, Cormier looked good. I just, I just feel that, um, you know, there, Cormier wasn't able to wrestle with him. I guess they were saying, and maybe you can touch upon this because obviously you know more than I do about it. Apparently when you got him up against the cage, like his hand placement was different. And so explain that to me a little bit. Um, DC, DC is, uh, what he would do is utilize that overhook as you saw, and they would grab, um, Stipe would grab his right hand, which if you watch at the beginning of the very first fight, DC would put the overhook for him to bait you to back up. And then he would throw this right hand and that's what got the knockout. So he was grabbing it every time he'd grab that, you know, grab the overhook on Stipe, Stipe would grab his right hand so DC wouldn't have that ability to punch. Now, when he put him against the cage, he was just pinning him up against the cage to straighten him out and also to not get hit by that. So DC needed to get off the cage and work off the cage. 
And he was doing a great job by controlling it. When you're on the cage, you don't really, it's hard to get out from the underhook or the overhook side, which the overhook means that Stipe had the underhook here and he was controlling that body. And he also had the the right wrist locked down. So it made it harder for DC to get off and it made it harder for DC to move out without his punch. So as you saw again, and there's a lot of times in the fight where DC would wrap his arm over and he would crack him with the right hand, left hand, and he would land some heavy shots. Yes. They were prepared for it. They saw that this is what he's going to do. This is how he's going to do it. Yes. And if we just avoid that, if we, you know, close the distance, um, it was a great, it was a great game plan. You know, he, he put DC against the cage, which DC didn't want to go against the cage. What do you do with a wrestler? You either take them down or you put them on their, put their back against the wall. And it's harder for them to, you know, to do what they want to do. And uh, it was, I mean, it was such a great fight. So many, you know, great opportunities that were taken advantage of by Stipe. So many great opportunities by DC. They were going back and forth. Um, you know, I had it two and two going into the fifth and then. Yeah, me too. Me too. I said, this could, this, the fifth round is going to determine. But then the eye poke, right? Do you, if he would not have had that injury, because he couldn't see out of that right eye, I was afraid he was going to end up getting caught because of it, that he, do you think, if he could have saw out of that eye that he would have won? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. This is the thing, man, like that eye poke was nasty. It was, it was knuckle deep. It definitely had a huge effect. But like Dana said in the post-fight press conference, that, that, that eye was already messed up prior to the, you know, prior to that eye poke. And it, it's, it, we can sit here and play, you know, Monday morning quarterback on this stuff and uh-huh. say what ifs. But the thing that happened is DC got iPoked, wasn't called, and he fought through it. He did. He, he was pissed, though. I mean, you oh, could yeah. see it because the ref was like, no, you know, after, during, and then he did apologize after. But, you know, he said, no, you didn't. He's like, I got my eye poked, you know, whatever. And he's like, no, buddy, you know, you got punched. And I was like, like just that pissed me off because he didn't see it, but then he did apologize after. Well, I didn't know, see. But... I didn't see it when I was watching. I didn't. I didn't no. know. And then I when he said either. it was the punch, when he said it was the punch, I was like, okay. And then we saw the video. And I was like, oh man, and that sucks. But that's part. That's part of yeah. live fights. This isn't. What do you do on the instant replay? Give him an extra minute to 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 cover it up. Yeah. You know, and uh, he also said verbally that I can't see out of my eye. You know, that's, I, I'm surprised. Why didn't the doctor come in? But whoa, whoa, no. whoa, whoa. Like no. he wouldn't, I don't think he would have let him stop it. I, I think he yeah. was going to, he was going to go, you know, unlike Sean O'Malley. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't say that. that was a dig. I mean, the guy, I don't know him personally, but um, you know, he's, a, he's, he's, Cormier's made for war. Like he is one of the best heavyweights. I love what, I just love him. Like he's, he's I'm a one fan. of the best fighters out there. He's, he, I mean, he's, Solved the problem to many different, uh, you know, prof- solved the problem to many different fighters. And, if you, you know, he, he's done good. He's beat Stipe. He beat Stipe for the belt. He beat Derek yeah. Luce on the, uh, in, in the three weeks notice, beat him to, you know, solidify his heavyweight title. And, you know, he, he ran the, it was him and John Jones. When John Jones was there, it was DC, and DC ran through. Everyone, we're talking about um, Anthony Johnson, the hardest hitting person at the time, 
spun DC around. DC came back and won. He beat him twice. Um, he beat Volkanovski. He beat, I mean, who? the only person I wish to see DC had to fight was Ryan Bader at the time. But that's one fight we'll never have. And it's like the legacy, the path that he's paved, what he's done for the sport, how he does and handles himself outside of the octagon is amazing. And it, 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 it would have been, it been a, a Cinderella story had he won. It would have been the greatest story ever told. But that's the best part about fighting is because not everything is going to be great. Not everything's going to be this fantastic story. And that's why I like it because it's real. It's authentic. It's a hundred percent. Not the hero doesn't win every night. Yes. You know? But you know, and you know, he'll still go down as, you know, in, in hall of fame and, or, you know, I mean, is one of the, the greatest fighters and, um, I don't know. I think he's just a role model, a class act. You know, he's just definitely someone uh, for young, aspiring, um, and, you know, people currently in um, MMA to look yeah. up to. And, it's amazing. Uh, it, it's I just, this part, I enough I'm passionate about it. It's, it's like now, now Steve A gets a time to shine, you know, because yeah. now no one, they didn't allow Steve A to shine because DC was there. Yeah. And now, so the now he gets to shine. Moves, the legacy is carried on, which is awesome. I met DC uh, one time, and he was so sweet. And he was kind enough, um, I'm fanning out a little bit, um, to give one of the octagon cards, the, you know, the little you know, round three, whatever, to um, my little one and sign. It was just so sweet. So, um I just thought that was nice because, you know, he had a lot to do that day, but um, yeah, it was really nice. So hats off to you, DC. Wish you and you have a baby girl coming soon. So we hope, um, you know, a beautiful, healthy baby girl and you enjoy some family, much needed, I'm sure, family time. So I loved, loved watching it. So thank you. What else, Julian? What else do we have to talk about? Well, I like I, that I wanted, shirt you're wearing, by the way. Nice. I Are like these boot this is boobs or a, a booty? Are these sunglasses? It's whatever you want. It's whatever your lust is. Uh, oh, <laughs> tune in Tokyo. <laughs> um, actually, you know what I wanted to do um, before we get into the, the funny parts of this? Um, the UFC, you know, it, it's been out for two years. I fight in two weeks uh, on August 29th. And you know, I, I never get anything from the USC. And during the time, like I always done work with them. I always put my time in with them. I, I've sit there and helped out on a lot of different things uh, for the UFC. And I got to know a lot of people and I did some stuff with Twitch on the UFC and I did things with EA and in the mail this week, I ended up getting the coolest Ready? thing ever. I ended up getting this right here. This is the EA UFC four game but I haven't opened it up. So I want to do the little bit of unboxing here and uh, I want to yeah. talk about it. The reveal. The reveal. Like I don't get cool shit. You know what I mean? I don't. Well, we need to, my fans, your fans, you guys need to start sending him stuff, okay? He's going to have a wish list. I'm going to make sure he puts, he won't do that. But anyway, this you know, looks awesome. Dun, I don't want to ruin it. 
All right, let's see it. It's a pretty box too. This thing is I like it's, pretty it's heavy box. duty. It's it's heavy. heavy duty box. It's purple. It has a USC uh, Ford video game logo on it. Um, a bunch of X's and O's. It's thick. It's definitely sturdy. So, anyways, we're gonna open it up, and as we open it up, so we have ourselves two UFC games and note and some shirts. So. Let's see what this note that says. Is awesome. The note says, in celebration of the launch of EA Sports UFC 4, please enjoy a copy of the game for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And the Reebok EA Sports UFC walkout jerseys as featured in the new video game. These are the same ones that were in the, uh, the fights last night. These are the same walkout jerseys that they were showing. So we got an Xbox nice. version. We got a PlayStation version. Uh -huh. Oh, this thing comes out. All right, so let's check out these shirts. I saw something cool on the shirts last night when John Anik yeah. was showing it. It said it's the closest he'll get to his workout jersey. So I wonder if on the back of this shirt has my name. <gasps> I if it does, that would be super sick. And it does not. Damn it. The back of my shirt just has whatever this is. It's just a multicolor, sweet little line where my name could have been. But oh. yeah, these are pretty dope. It's a, it's a XL. It's a little bit big, but it's, it's awesome. I got two shirts, two walkout shirts, two UFC four games. And on the cover, it has Jorge Masvidal and Israel Adesanya. And I mean, this is dope. These are dope as hell. Not gonna lie, I'm a little jelly. Um, I don't usually get jealous, but I like um, presents too. And that would be like a fun present for a rainy day or like when someone has COVID or something like, you know. But uh, uh, the old uh, peanut butter and jealous. Uh, I see it. Jealous. I never heard that. But I'm so happy you got a present. I, I, think, think, it, I think it's awesome. And yeah. you know, the thing is, I guess I have to start playing the game because I don't really play. Um, I'm just so busy trying to build everything up and do things that I'm going to start. I'm going to start playing. I'm going to have to download it. I think sooner or later, we're going to, you and I are going to start challenging each other yes. back and forth on this game. Maybe I might send you the PS4 version since I don't have a PS4. Yeah, whatever. I'm happy. I have, yeah, I have a little. Yeah, I have a PS4 and an Xbox, but Ooh, somebody's cool. Well, somebody, <laughs> you know, got two different, you know, one in the basement and one upstairs, and you know, they're usually going crazy on it. But um, it's been kind of chill lately, so that's good. But that's awesome. Yeah, I, I did see that um advertised last night. I was like, ooh, that's awesome, exciting. Oh yeah. So, um, all right. So now we are gonna move on to your one minute fight hype all are you right, ready let's get this fight hype let's get the timer up okay. all right so this week on espn plus we have dana white tuesday night contender series uh last tuesday five contracts were awarded out so this week might be a little bit different and may not get any it may get all five we don't know but it's always a surprise. The fights last week were intense. They were powerful in um, the week prior as well. So Dana White, Tuesday Night Contender Series, 
this Tuesday. We also, next Saturday, UFC Fight Night, Munoz versus Edgar. Pedro Munoz is moving up and trying to take on the well-established Frankie Edgar. Um, I'm super excited for this fight that's coming up. So tune in on Saturday as well as boxing August 22nd, Saturday as well. Sean Porter is taking out Sebastian Formella. That is this week's big fights. And you don't want to miss it. ESPN Plus, everybody, or ESPN. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Can't wait. This is what's keeping us all going, I think, during all of this, as we said before. NBA's back, NHL's back, uh, UFC. What? NBA playoffs start tomorrow. I just realized that. Yeah, I know. It's um, kind of crazy. It just doesn't even seem real because of everything that's been going on, right? Like, I feel like it creeped up and we weren't really following. Oh, but, man. Um, I- yeah, I just jumped in, and I'm I'm looking at the ratings. I'm looking at the rankings, and last night was like the biggest upset. Portland Trailblazers knocked out the Grizzlies, and the Grizzlies were the eighth seed. And then the NBA is like, hey, you know, we're gonna do this like filler game to see if mm-hmm. you go in. And then they moved uh, the Grizzlies to the ninth seed. So the Portland was on a three fight Lillard or three fight win streak, three game win streak. <laughs> Lillard's been on fire last night. They played the Grizzlies and they eliminated the Grizzlies. And now Portland's into the eighth seed Portland's into the playoffs. And dude, that it was just, it's insane. I don't even know what's going on with the NBA right now, yeah. but just watching all the stuff that's happening with the Phoenix suns, just being undefeated inside the bubble. Um, it, it's, it's intense. You know, so I'm, I'm pumped. It's, it's keeping me going. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I did see LeBron, LeBron tweeted last night because Stipe's from Ohio. He was like, yeah, Stipe's – I don't know what he said. He said something about, you know, Stipe, whatever. He was yeah. basically in his corner. But I'm like, man, you just can't – I mean, I'm just a D.C. fan. So I was like, what? You can't. But Stipe's cool too. So. But, know, um, speaking of sports, I just want to go on to this one real quick. Did yeah. you hear about that uh, Seattle Seahawks NFL player that was kicked off the team for bringing some booty in, smuggling in a girl inside the bubble? How do you get kicked off the team? He like, like he dressed her up in like a dude. No, he yeah he dressed oh. her up in Seahawks gear, everything. Smuggled her in. He got the booty, and then the next day. They're like, you're out, you're done. They cut him off the team. They I cut that's harsh. Young Don't you kid, think like a suspension? Twenty-one he- year old kid, cut, <gasps> fired. You're done. For you getting some booty. I feel like that's a harsh penalty. Don't. What do you think? Like, come on. Absolutely. You just sit there and think. Like, look, you're gonna be in a bubble for five months. You can't go out. You have over, you know, 70 people on your roster that are training. Uh, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. I'm going to look it up because I'm with him. I'd be sneaking some booty in too. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Just COVID test yourself. I want to see your test. Okay. You're going to tell me Tom Brady. You're going to tell me Tom Brady ain't going to have his his wife come into the Tampa Bay uh, tent. You're going to tell me that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, come on, man. Like, you. So you. Oh can't my God! I want to see. Here he is, Seahawks player cut, Tom Pelissero. 
Yeah, there you go. Reported Thursday Steel Cut. Uh, an undrafted free agent. He was caught on, uh, caught on video trying to sneak a female visitor into the team. Trying to get the booty. You know what? You go on with your horny self. I love it. Got yeah, it. You, you know. know oh, oh, we'll talk about that. I was like, oh, I have a question, but I will talk about that. But well, anyway. Let's bring it up. Bring the question up. Let's bring this. I let's guess move well, on to the next time. I just want to throw questions. That. We're kind of skipping over the hotties of the week. And, oh, let's um, go hotties of the week. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to it. Let's, right. let's rip into your, your hotties of the week. Let's start right. with those three. So my hotties are... Um, oh, you sent them to me. Yeah, you have the pictures. Okay, of course I need to highlight, and I'm going to be looking at these girls at the same time because it just makes me happy. So Yasmeen dot Anders, or period Anders. You got Everyone, here. please. Well, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. I you asked don't need Eric. to say it. If you go to Yasmin and stuff, you can see Eric on it. I can't talk about this. Well, Eric's you just don't boy. have it. You smile and nod because he's going to shoot me. No, he won't. This he knows I'm the one that that um, just adores her. Um, and you look at her in a different way as a friend. But uh, I look at her and you know as a friend, but like a friend that I'd like to you know you know, do some things with. Um, so yeah, she is, uh, Yasmin Anders. She is not only, um, incredibly stunning. Uh, she is also a language teacher. So she speaks, I think five, four or five languages. Um, she is an entrepreneur. So she has many different businesses. She's always investing and, you know, she's very innovative, very creative, very, I don't know. She gives me like a sense of calm. Like when I text her, like she has a great personality. However, she's just so free spirited. And I love that about her. She's Brazilian. So, um, I just, uh, I, I adore her, uh, not only physically, but, um, mentally, maybe she's my lady crush. Um, and I just, I just feel like everyone should follow her. She's just fitness. She has uh, fitness regimens and she's just, she's a badass, you know, on all levels, a, a, a mom too, but. Uh, yeah, I stayed, so I stayed with Eric in his last camp and, uh, you know, Yasmin was there and she, yeah, she's, she's a baddie for sure. I want that. Her, yo, she, she's a competitor, um, yeah. a fitness competitor and you know, she's all about nutrition. She's all, she's a business woman. You know, yeah. she, she keeps Eric in line. Let's put it like this. Eric's a big old boy. Eric does his, his own thing. It's very Country hard to keep boy him from in line. Alabama. But she's, yeah, a little Alabama That's boy. Sad. But she's, she's, got, she's got his nutrition down. She helps him make weight. She's got everything there. She has the business mind. She is she's the perfect woman when it comes to, you know, she? a family woman um, as a sports, you know, as, a, as a, an athlete that is the woman that you yes. want in your corner and she's phenomenal. She's phenomenal. She's gorgeous. She's very like yeah. very fun to talk to. She's very calm. She's very cool. She's collective. But when my girl gets mad, but you don't want to be there. Okay. But All if right, you, <laughs> but if you look at her, she's dangerous. When you look at her pictures and you see some of these fitness pictures she puts on, she has, she has the perfect body. She has everybody that every girl wishes they had. I just love her. I think she's great. She's just, 
She's awesome. So she's an inspiration. She's motivating for, for so many. So Eric, don't kill me. No. If you're listening. All love. Yeah. Yasmin dot Anders. All right. So that's my first hottie. Um, do you want me to do all mine first? Yeah. Do all yours first. We'll go into it. All right. So my next hottie is Catalina Hager. If you guys do not know her, she is Jack Hager's wife. And, um, just want to let you, all you wrestling fans know though, uh, Jack is in AEW and, um, you know, I already gave Cody Rhodes a heads up that uh, I might be making an appearance, okay? I might go through the barricade and, and get into the ring. I'm not going to tell you who, but Jericho, just you know, you just, that's all I have to say about that. Back to Catalina. That was just for some of the wrestling fans out there. Um, she is also an entrepreneur, also into fitness, a mom. She keeps it real. She gave me uh, a challenge. I was just like, oh my God, am I going to be able to do this challenge during the beginning of the pandemic? She was like, okay, this many sit-ups, you know, with a weight. I'm like, oh my God, I actually did them. Um, but she is just, she's just awesome. I, I, she's smart. She's kind. She's um, just, I Everything just love you want. I love her business sense. I love her, her, she has a, a it's called a cattle ball. And she sent me one. So, you know, I'm swinging my pink uh, 12 pound ball around and I see pretty. it in her videos. Yeah. And you know, uh, what, just, what makes her super gorgeous. And I like how you put her on here is that she's not like that person that you look at and you're like, you know, 200 million followers because, Oh, that's why when you look at her, she's like the girl next door. She's just, she she's very beautiful. She looks like she doesn't have to wear makeup to shine. Yeah. She has yeah. a fit body, but it's not. You could tell she enjoys her life. Oh, there's no way we're gonna see it. I'll put the, I'll put the yeah. photos up on here. But she she's perfect she's all real. around. Yeah, she's yeah, she's, she's real. Real. Do you think but, those, um, do you think those boobies are real though? Doesn't matter. They're hers. They're hers. Uh, if they're on her body, they're hers. So we are not nitpicking that shit apart. They're I'm not all, nitpicking. I love, I love. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I you're not her. nitpicking. You're just questioning. Just don't question the fact that I was just going to say that. I was going to motor. I swear to God. I was like, well, don't question the fact that I will be motorboating. That was beautiful. And she's a tiny little thing. Oh, yeah. She is. She's like definitely tiny. She's athletic she's fun you know you can see that um she's not afraid to be silly serious like you I know like she's all, i like it too i like and her who is your next pick all right so my third hottie instagram hottie of the week now this lady oh gosh here we go is her nickname is the pineapple princess do you know who she is Bellator champ. Yes. Yeah. Eliminator. So on Instagram, it's I-L-I-M-A-N-A-T-O-R. Um, I don't know how to say her first name correctly. It's terrible. Alima, Alima Le McFarlane. Uh, yeah, Alima Le McFarlane. I'm making sure I'm saying it yeah. correctly. She is a native of, uh, I believe, Hawaii. 
She is a Bellator champion. She uh, commentates also for Bellator. She's a, a smart businesswoman. Um, she's just super kind, super um, talented. Um, yeah, she's all her. around everything. I mean, there's, I don't know what it beautiful. is, but I love Hawaiian women, dude. They like, I don't know if it's the tattoos. I don't know if it's just the yeah. way they carry themselves, the way they talk and how she talks is just, oh man. And she's nope. a savage when she gets into the octagon, but she, when she dresses up, it's, she is, she's I very just like gorgeous. Her. I like her natural um, I feel like she has natural beauty to her. She can be fierce, uh, as you can see, but you know, I feel like I, I, I was really digging deep into her, um, her Instagram and I, I feel like there's like, she wears so many hats and she's just, she can pull off. It looks like just like any look. Um, I especially like I think they call her the pineapple princess. Maybe not. I don't know where she got that nickname, but I'm thinking it's, it's about that derriere, like her butt. I think it probably is because she's from Hawaii. I know, but I'm okay. Let me just go with my dirty self. All right. I like that. I do like it. I like that booty, but there's this sex. Yeah. You know, I just, I like a woman too, you know? So, I mean, I like my college girls, but then I I like a woman and she is definitely a woman. Curvy, sexy beautiful she's on it you definitely got to check out her um on instagram we'll put the this is the the one i want to feature it's just sultry you got to show me that your screen's too bright i don't think we can see your camera and the uh through the camera i know well i'm hoping but i like how you're trying to do that i I like it i like her i think she's i mean she's all around gorgeous and she's natural She doesn't sit there. Thing is, is like, don't get me wrong. I love when a girl does her makeup, but I love it even more when she just lets it flow. She doesn't have yeah. to put on makeup. She and she's open yeah. and she's cool to post a photo like that. That's one thing that she has. Love and it. She does it really well. So on here, um, we're gonna go into mine. My three. Oh yeah, I didn't get. This. Right. I didn't. Yeah, I don't even know who you're gonna surprise. You don't even, me with. I sent them to you on Instagram. So the first one we have. Um, we're just going to call her RC. All right. Super, super gorgeous girl. I don't know what it is. I love women with curly hair. She has curly brown hair. She has bright, bright eyes. But the thing is, is that she's into fitness. She's into, you know, helping people, motivating people, getting people better, getting people more into themselves. And she's an entrepreneur. She has her own business where she's a consultant uh, a philanthropist. Um, nice. she, she does everything. And when you look at her, it's again, it's another thing where she's funny. She is herself, but when she dresses up, she's lightning. She, she, you can see on these photos that she's got, she's got some, she got some junk in her trunk, but she's fit and she's about it. She's about spreading positivity about helping people out. Um, RC official. That's her Instagram, correct? Yeah, RC official. I didn't even think about saying that. But yeah, she's just absolutely gorgeous. Um I think so. and it's natural beauty. Like I got that. Um, but this girl's from Kansas City, so I decided to pick one from my home state. Ooh. Uh as well as we have the next one that I have from home state. I don't know this girl at all, but uh-huh. she's from Kansas City. 
Um, it's Devin Statler, S-T-A-T-L-E-R. Huh? Okay, Statler. Uh, Got it. D-E-V-A-N-S-T-A-T-L-E-R. And this girl is, I, I've never met her in my life, but she is thick. How do you spell her first name? D-E-V-A-N. Got it. Devon. Okay, Staler. Got it. Is it Devon? Okay. Did I say Devon? I think yeah. Either Could way. Be, I don't know her name. Either Ooh. way, she is. She's thick. She looks into fitness. Yeah. Um, she's got a body. Her skin looks super soft just by looking at the picture. Yes. Her eyes are very, like that look. Okay. She has that look when she looks at the camera. You're sitting there drawn okay. in. She's showing off everything. And nothing beats this it's just like a little just tiny little girl i have a thing for tiny girls i don't know why i just yes for tiny women with a little curve yes with a little curve and but that own it you know what i mean that own it and she owns it she sits there and she draws you in with each picture every time you look you're just like hmm like you feel like she's looking at you she feels like she's dragging you in and so kansas city love right there i'm giving it to Um, you I think it's awesome. Yeah, she's definitely into fitness. Yeah, I like it. Thick. That backside yeah. is thick. Yes, it that's looks one great. of those. That's one of those buns that you want to pull right out of the oven and stick your face right in and just, you know, create some butter. Right. <laughs> okay. I uh, like her definitely. You know what I forgot to do? We're hotties for guys. That's all right. We'll get guys we'll next week. We'll do those next week. We'll do those next week. Um. So I have another one. Oh, I have two more. Should I do two more or pick one of them? Just pick one and we'll do one. We can, it doesn't matter. We can do. We'll do one. We'll do one next week. Yeah. I'll put this one up for next week. This one is a girl, I think from Florida. Her name is Zoe Volve, V-O-L-V-E. Her name is Z-O-E-Y-V-O-L-V-E on Instagram. Got it. This girl has... A lot of followers but she's a fitness girl and she is just she is blonde hair got it put together all around amazing wow. body amazing Absolutely. legs she's owning every photo when she stares at to it she owning every photo i love it Sorry, i love professor that X just you know stopped in to grace us with his presence your professor X is looking at this photo, wishing it was a scratch and sniff. That's what he's saying. He is he's a saying, sniffing hey, Zoe. Like he loves the sniffages. Yo, he, he he's trying to get Zoe out to the to Michigan and get him out there to go to a right. hotel and sit there. And she wants her boat filled. She wants her boat filled with some terrible pineapple New Amsterdam. That's what she wants. But yeah, this girl is. She has a, her own little YouTube video going on there. Um, absolutely just put together. Uh, amazing body. I, I just, I, I don't yeah, want to go in and sound you. super crazy. You can go and talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, she's definitely, I like it. It looks like she gets a little creative with their hair, which I think is fun. She changes her look. She's definitely confident. Beautiful. Let's- Let's say I'm sliding into these DMs without a doubt. I don't even know who this girl is, but I'm sliding in. Like a slip and slide. Like a slip and slide. I'm trying to go in there 
and make this Zoe my future ex-wife. That's what I'm going for. Future ex-wife. Yeah. I'm trying to ruin right. her career. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm Don't kidding. do it. Uh, but either way, those are our our lineups. We, had. We, we were not enthusi- as enthusiastic as we should have been. I think it's I think great. Because we're really because it's hard to be enthusiastic because I'm sitting there looking at the pictures like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have Zoe Volve, uh, Devin or Devon uh, Statler. We have RC Official. We have uh, Limador. We have Yasmin Anders and Catalina in a Hager. Yes, That's good. absolutely. All right. Of that week. All right. So now we go to the dun 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 oh. fan question. Oh, we're doing fan questions. Wow. Let's get this. What happened there? Oh, I thought we were playing a game. I thought we were playing our game. But we'll do it after the fan questions. Let's rock this. All right, let's do it. We, we don't have to do fan questions this week, but I like to do a couple. We'll do a couple. We'll kill it out. Um, I feel like some of these, I'm going to ask you questions this week. Let's go. Julian. I also have to pee so bad, so. Okay, all right, we're going to do it really fast. No, we don't okay. have to do it fast, but I'm just, I just wanted to share that with our listeners that I'm, I'm at that point. Oh, my God. Okay, do MMA fighters keep um, away from sex or, you know, don't do sex during fight camp before a big fight? That's a, that's a good question. All right, so check this out. This is the thing. During this camp, I have uh, – during this camp, I have been having fun at the beginning of the camp. And during that fun time, I started – you know, kind of having off days and it, things weren't going well, especially with the weight cut, especially with everything towards the beginning uh, of camp, 13 weeks. And then I was like, you know what, let me hold on to this because I do that a lot. Sometimes I have to go like a month, a month and a half without doing that. And I accomplished so much during that time with just that uh-huh. built up testosterone, that built up eager that in using that sexual frustration, you use it to put it towards okay. whatever it is, writing a paper, doing business. And you have that same drive. Like you, you want it that same time. Like when you want, when you want some, you know, some bedtime with another you know, beautiful female yeah. and you're trying to get in there like that want where you're sliding in and trying to hit everybody up and get somebody there. You want that. So I use that. And I have, it's on the whole month of August is what I'm doing. But uh, I use that frustration. I use that, that built up uh, like testosterone, that built up anger and that built up uh, just everything. And I put it towards my, my camp. I put it towards my, my uh, training and as well in the fight. I, I get that. I'm not trying to lose any of it. And it, I tell you what, wow. you know, once you focus on that, load. You, when you focus on that and you, you don't focus on trying to get some, it's so much, you, you're just hyper-focused. And uh, so the answer is yes um, and no, depending who you are. Got it. So do, does that mean uh, you don't jerk off either? I'm just curious. Oh, no. I haven't. No. Yeah, wow. I've kept. You are I've coming kept, in fully loaded. I'm, I'm here. I'm lock, stock, and ready to rock. Let's wow. just say... I'm going to make a video 
never post it, but I'm definitely the first person that gets it. I'm definitely giving them a pearl that, necklace. That maximum load. Oh, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So <laughs> that was one fan question. That was by Abdu Diallo one on Instagram. And then other question for you. And then we'll move on to our game. Let's All right, go. So does MMA make you better at having sex? Well, I, I think any type of fitness will make you better at having uh, intercourse. And the thing is, is that a lot of people don't really know what they're doing. But with MMA, you have jujitsu where it teaches you how to use your body and move your body and move into positions and, and also fuel your partner's weight shift, body weight and movement where, you know, you know how to glide across somebody. Yeah, yeah. Open up stuff and. Mm-hmm. And you also don't get tired. You're you're utilizing your hips and a lot of things. That's why wrestlers use yeah. their hips and they can go. And the thing is, is that, you know, if you work out, you know, sometimes when you have them on top and you're playing the game and you're lifting up, you're doing curls and you're helping them give it a break. And then they go giving you a break. And then you're just repping out some workouts. The same thing is when, you know, you're on top and you're going you know, a lot of guys will get tired with that thrust because they're not used to it. And then they get tired. They're, they're just, God, that's the worst. They want to lay on you and shit. Like get off me. Just stop. It's like, it's the worst shit ever. Just don't lay on me. Just get your ass up, prop yourself up or just let me do the work. That's the worst guy. So work on your cardio. Sorry. I had a flashback. You're good. I've, I've been, I've I've been there. Don't get me wrong. I've been there. You know, sometimes I go Mm -hmm. over the top and I'll, I'll lay down and then do my do my thing, but I'm still going. Like it's not taking a break; it's just going in deeper. And then I'll jump up and we'll have a lot of fun. But the thing is, it's about you know nonstop. Like when I'm, I don't know about you, but when I'm done, I'm sweating. I'm yeah, sweating like good. I, I'm doing track and field. I'm out here running right. some shit. Hell yeah! I say track and field, but. I'm out here. I'm, I'm definitely. It is. It's a marathon with some motherfuckers. Sorry. We're not worried about our makeup. <laughs> right? Exactly. Not at that point. Okay. So those are the fan questions. And that one was from Alexander Ethan 90 from Instagram. So thank you guys so much for those questions. I love to, to know what you, or we love to know what you guys are thinking and, and what you're curious about. All right. We're going to end the we're do, whoa, whoa, fan questions. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to do our, Fuck, Mary, kill game. Let's go. All right. You've been talking about this the whole time. You're like, let's play this game. Let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I got some stuff for you. You do? Okay, I'm ready. Bring it. Bring you it. Ready? All right. Bring it. Mary, fuck, kill. Donald Trump, Joe Biden, or Rosie O'Donnell? Let's go. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. So I actually have to write this down okay who am i no i don't who am i gonna Ooh, ooh, these are terrible oh god this is awful this isn't even right um this is exactly why who am i marrying could i marry trump and like not kill him i could marry him and then kill him later no okay you know let's trump's pretty powerful son of a bitch we're going to marry him. It'd be cool to cruise the world. We'll marry Trump. Um, we will. God. I know. Um, 
Biden is really creepy. Um, but I don't want to fuck Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, you said Rosie O'Donnell? Yeah. I'll have to fuck her and kill Biden. I just, I can't. I know it's terrible, but I, they're all horrible. So yeah, that's my, that's my choice. Final answer. Yeah. And uh, I would like for you guys to comment below and let us know who you would marry, fuck, kill on that one. And throughout the whole game, you got Trump, Biden, or Rosie O'Donnell. And our next one up, do you want me to go again or do you want to take this one out? I'm going to give this one to you. All right, let's go. All right. So I'm going to do, I chose a few fighters this time. I know, whatever. Let's go. go. Okay. Ronda Rousey. These aren't all terrible either. Mine were all terrible. Holly Holm. Misha Tate. Oh, all day. I am, I am totally marrying Ronda Rousey. Um, I, 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 don't care. I like Ronda Rousey. I think her lifestyle is awesome, what she has now, and she's definitely going to be the breadwinner. Misha Tate, I'm totally all over that. Once I saw her nudes released and I saw that body, I love that. So I'm definitely doing that. And Holly Holmes, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, you are the weakest link. Killing you. Goodbye. That's not hard. All right. That's awesome. Okay. Round two. Round two. Round two. All right. We have Kenzie Reeves, Idris Alba, Mila Kunis. Okay. Read the second name. Idris Alba. How, how come I don't know who? Because I'm a dork probably. He played in Dark Tower. He was in Calvin and uh, um, Hobbs and Shaw, Fast and Furious 6. He's the, uh, the evil guy in there. Oh, okay, um, okay, 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 okay. Yep, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kenzie Reeves. Anus Alma. And who was the last one? Mila Kunis. Man, this sounds terrible. It's all right. It's just a game. I'm killing you, Idris. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Um, <laughs> I will, you know... I'll pro- this sounds so shallow. I'll probably marry uh oh god, who do I want? I'm gonna fuck Kenzie Reeves. I will either way, game or not, it's gonna happen. And then <laughs> Mia Kunis. The last one is who Mia Kunis? Yeah, Mia Kunis. I'm gonna definitely marry her because oh, yeah. you know. I, I want to hear, you know, about Ashton Kutcher. Um, no, I'm kidding. I want to just, I want to travel with her. And, you know, of course, she's going to be the breadwinner. And she seems like she's got a wild side to her. So I think she would be good for the long term. I'm with it. She's she's a tiny girl and dark. You know, I like, I like dark women. I love yeah, it. Yeah, right? Okay. This is, I almost put this on my, on my. Okay, so here are your final three. Riley Reed, Mia Malkova, Asa Akira. Damn, all three porn stars? Yeah. I mean, this is a win-win. Yeah. Um, I got to get better at this for you. I, I, I love Riley Reed all day, so I'm going to marry her. Marry. All right. Um, I'm going to write this down like it matters. Yeah. And then it was Mila, and then who else? Mia Malkova. Mia Malkova. Which one's Mia Malkova? She's the blonde. 
Um, you can look her up. Yeah. Well, I'm going to sit here. Mia Melkova. Um, let's see. Mia. And she, uh, I spelled it incorrect. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's a tough one, actually. Between Mia. Mia's just, she's thick. She's yeah. got that. She's got that that covered. She definitely looks like she'll take me for, she'll teach me three things in two. Um, right? And the last one was? Asa Akira. I, I would, mm. Asa Akira. Asa Akira, she. A little Asian for you. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'll, I'll fuck Asakira and then I'm gonna kill Mia. Yeah, it is. It's it, one I have. I have a personal relationship with with Kinsey or with not Kinsey with uh you wish. Riley Reed. She's been a lot of my videos. Got she's it. Mine. She's mine. She's okay. Regardless of what she does, she's yours. She's mine. And. Uh, you know, and I, I, I don't know why, I don't know why. I, I've, ever since I moved to Vegas, I love, Asian. love Asians. Okay, so, so you, all right. So I guess poor Mia, nicest one of the bunch. I know, and you know. No, I, I'm I just. Saying I don't like this really game. Nice. They're all very nice. I just, I have a, I know Mia, and she's very sweet. One of the. Uh, friends I mean, you can definitely send this to Mia, and if she decides to um rebuttal against my kill then i will definitely have a conversation with her oh i'm sure you would <laughs> but anyway they're all great they're all beautiful and sexy it would be hard for me to make that decision i really shouldn't have put that on you but it was fun so so i don't know you got one i got one more i got one all more right for you. oh my god okay right. damn it i got mine are all okay all right i got the same thing all right mary five kill we have Emma Stone, Rashida Jones, Charlie Hummon. Emma Stone. Who's the next one? Rashida Jones. I feel like I know. Rashida, they, she was in Parks and Rec. She was in the movie yes, Tag. I know who she is. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. And then Charlie uh, Hunnan. He's in The Gentleman. He's in. Uh, Charlie, give me the last one. I'm so bad. Charlie, Charlie Hunnam, H-U-N-N-A-M. Got it. Hmm. All right. It's, it's. Hmm. Hmm. I, okay, let me see Rashida Jones. I know that I'm terrible. I should okay. know these people. It's okay. This is how the game's played. You know, um, Rashida Jones. Oh, oh she's. Cute. Yeah. She's cute. I mean, she's all right. Okay, maybe. Hmm. I am gonna say. I, I always feel bad. I always kill the guy. <laughs> Emma Stone. Oh no. She's cute too. Well, duh. I'm, I'm not sitting here. I gave you one very, very foul one, and I, I will own up to that. The very first. You know, oh, contestants. Yeah. 
Yes. But I'm, I'm still, I'm having fun. These are people that I think that are very interesting and very, uh, people, a lot of people would know. All right. I'm going to fuck that guy. <laughs> Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> I know. Cause he's oh, cute. that's oh, yeah. great. Yeah. So who Charlie. you marrying? Who you killing? You got Emma and Rashida. Who you got? I like him. Yeah, in the UK. Yeah. Ooh, Take a break. Okay, so I am going to. I think I'll marry Rashida, and I have to kill Emma. Sorry. Later, Emma. You got stoned. Sorry. I know. Yes, right. It's bad. I love it though. Man, these zombies are hard. They're fun for me. I mean, yeah, they're really hard because I wouldn't ever kill any of the people that you gave me. I would marry probably one percent of what you said and literally fuck every single one of them <laughs> i love That's it beautiful. yeah I, yeah i get it for sure i gave you some really good ones i'm kind of hey, give me some. next week it's on next week it's on let's play ball and I'm, yeah i forgot our bet like you still have to do the um the um get the hell out of here i'm, I'm not walking for that so. i i'm about to yeah. no I mean, the, the bet was push-ups. Now, I'm not walking down the strip in a, a, a dead-on, dead Maybe. Maybe if if Riley Reed slides in and we hang out, I will walk the strip in, uh, in some of those. That's mine. I will be on her fan OnlyFans. I don't give a shit. I'm all in. I love it. I'll wear a mask. I love it. If you guys see us. All in. I all love in. Yes, I'm you not, are. I'm not showing everybody this sexy body in a man thong. Come on. Or a bikini bottom. Yeah. Come on. They don't deserve that. Not yet. They don't Everyone deserve has me. A price. Everyone has a price. All right. So um, I think that's about it for this week. That's yeah. Wrap it up. We got yeah, next week coming at you. I mean, like we said, we got the fights that are coming up this week and we have a lot of fun stuff and we got yeah. some new Instagram models coming out next week as well. You guys keep asking us questions, relationship advice, things that you want to know. Even if it's stuff, we won't use your name. Just make sure you say not to use my name. If you want to ask some personal questions, we'll answer it. We'll go in deep. We'll explain what you should do or think what you should do. And sometimes just ask and don't even take our advice. It's still good. It is. It is because it's, it, we come with experience. Okay. A lot of it. All right, guys. Thank you. 